Hello, and welcome to the fourth episode of the Survival Guide podcast. I'm Alice, and in today's episode, we will be exploring career paths in marketing, social media, and PR. The music for this episode was written by Ethan Glover. with our guest Jasmine Sidhu, who is an accounts manager at Hanglands, which is a communications and events agency in Leeds. And I'm also joined with Gabby Stead, who is a digital and social executive at Candlelighters Trust, which is a charity that supports children with cancer and their families. So hello, very nice to meet you both. Um, thank Hi. you. Thank you for joining us. Um, so I'd love to start off by finding a bit about you both. Um, so what did you study at the Conservatoire and how long were you there for? Um, yeah, so I studied music business um, from 2015 to 2018. Nice. And what about you, Jasmine? Uh, I I actually came here 10 years ago, which I worked out yesterday, which feels crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, after my GCSEs, I basically came here and did the... Um, BTEC level three in music performance um, and that was a, a two-year course but yeah long time ago yeah <laughs> and what did you enjoy about studying here I think kind of after I left school I was just ready to kind of just do music I was you know a lot of my friends started doing a levels but I already kind of knew exactly what it was I wanted to do um, and Leeds is about was about a fifteen minute train journey from where I lived at home, and I kind of just came and had a look round, and it kind of just looked like the perfect place for yeah. me. Oh, lovely! Yeah. And what about you, Gabby? What did you enjoy? Um, yeah, like the whole experience. To be honest, like I look back at it now with like such fond memories. Um, at the time, I was like coming up for leaving school, and. Um, to be honest, like, A-levels hadn't been great for me. I'd always really enjoyed school, but by the time I got to doing A-levels, um, I just became, like, really disillusioned with, like, education and school, and it just completely put me off. Um, I went to, like, a couple of university open days for more just, like, general business-type um, topics. Um, but, like, I just didn't get the feel for it. Like, I didn't get the feeling that that was something that I wanted to do for the next three years. Um, so, yeah, I, I was just feeling a bit a bit strange about it all. Um, and then I found the music business course, and it, I can't even describe it. It felt like it was tailor-made for me because it just kind of brought together my two main interests. Um, like, music has always been something that I've been super passionate about, and reading about it, I was like, this sounds incredible. Came to the open day, and it was like a completely different feel. I just felt like it was something that I could fully immerse myself in, um, and, yeah, it, it, it was just perfect, really, so I decided to go for it. Um, and, yeah, it was actually the only higher education course that I applied for, so... Um, you know, obviously when people do like the UCAS and they might select like up to five options and if they don't get into one, they get into like see if they get into the other ones. Yeah. Um, but I only applied for, for this and I was kind of like, if I don't get it, 
then I'll go off and do something else. Um, so yeah, if it, if it hadn't have been for this course and applying here, I don't think I would have probably gone into higher education wow. and then I wouldn't have gone on to do all the other stuff that I did afterwards. So it's really like, yeah, strange thinking back now that how different it could have all been. Yeah, that's amazing that it provided such like a perfect environment for your skills and interests and... Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So can you both um, summarise the companies that you work for now? Yeah, so um, so Candlelighters is a children's cancer charity um, and we support um, children diagnosed with cancer all across Yorkshire. Um, so we're based in Leeds because Leeds Children's Hospital, um, which is where most, um, most children will come and get the treatment. So there's only kind of like specialist hospitals across the UK that deal with children's cancer, of which Leeds is one. Um, so that's where most families come. So, you know, we might get some families that come from really far away. Um, when a child's diagnosed with cancer, it's a really long journey from then. So, like, treatment might be, like, three years or more. Um, and obviously, you've got all the after effects of that as well. Um, so, like, it changes people's lives, like, obviously changes life for the child, but also for their family as well. Um, so we provide like emotional, um, practical, financial support. We've got a presence at the hospital. Um, we've got people who work out in communities, um, all that kind of stuff. And um, we also invest in research as well um, to help find like cures and kind of treatments. Um, so yeah, it's something that I've um, come to be really passionate about. That's amazing. It's so cool to work in somewhere where you do such like meaningful work and things. Yeah, that's it. I think, um, I think, and like, yeah, we can kind of get into this, but um, I, after, after I did my, um, my degree here, I, I went and I went to University of Leeds and did a master's in advertising and marketing. And I think that while I was doing that, it was obviously two completely different organisations um, with like different focuses. And I did feel like at University of Leeds, it was more focused on going down the like, you're going to all go work at these big marketing agencies and yeah. you'll probably go to like London or Manchester or whatever. Um, and that kind of like forced me to do a little bit of soul searching and be like, yeah. is that actually what I want to do? I don't think that it is. Um, so yeah, I started looking into like the third sector and things like that. Um, and then, yeah, just kind of, like, all just kind of like a bit of a, a, a journey to get to this point, but so yeah. Fab. That's really cool. <laughs> and can you tell me a bit about Hanglands, Jasmine and? Uh, yeah, so Hanglands is, um, I think you touched on it, a communications and events agency, based in Leeds. Uh, we kind of specialise in festivals, events, um, hospitality, cultural events, music. Um, it's pretty broad, to be honest. Um, we, yeah, we work with like a number of independent artists, labels, vinyl pressing plants, hospitality, basically pretty broad on what we can kind of yeah. work in. And we kind of work across those on PR, marketing, social strategy it's kind of like tailor-made for for each client really so it's quite yeah it's quite broad what we do there's three of us at the company and we kind of we kind of just work across we you know we work on some stuff together it's all three of us for example for like some of the festivals that we work with and some of them are our own individual clients and we can kind of pick them out and kind of choose what we want to work with so yeah it's exciting that's really cool um so what made you decide to go into marketing and 
that this area and events? Yeah, I feel like I kind of like fell into it a little bit. So obviously I came here and studied music performance and then kind of left here. I kind of just wanted to, when I, everyone else was kind of going to uni, so I thought maybe I should go to uni. And also, because I'd lived quite near Leeds, um, like my entire life, I kind of wanted to get away, but like not too far. So I ended up going to Manchester um, and still wanted to do something in music, but wasn't wasn't as bothered about studying performance. And I kind of I kind of just was always interested in writing. So saw there was a music journalism course and basically just picked it and from that and just decided to go for it. So moved to Manchester, did the course for the three years, and it was, like, great. And I obviously learned loads of stuff, but I kind of realised then that I didn't want to do that either. <laughs> but I'd yeah. kind of, you know, I'd, like the core of the course was journalism, but, you know, you study, you study business and you study, you know, all these other things. And I think that from studying them, I kind of realised that I didn't want to do journalism, but marketing was just interesting, like, just interesting to me and, you know seeing how you can come up with different campaigns and just be creative with it. So I kind of I kind of moved back to Leeds in however long that ago that was <laughs> when I was 21. Um, and I was just working um, at the Brudenelle. And I worked there for a while and was kind of still figuring exactly what I wanted to do, but I didn't really know like how to do it, like who to contact, um, how to get into it really. So yeah, I kind of just was just working there for a few years. And then someone that I work with, I was just chatting to them in, like, I think it was June 2021. It was kind of after that final lockdown where everything kind of really reopened. And, I'd, you know, we'd had a lot of time to just be at home and kind of think about, like, our careers and our lives and all, and all that kind of thing. And I kind of realised that I do want to have a career in, you know, music marketing, music PR, that kind of thing. So, yeah, we were just chatting. And then she, she knew... Um, someone that in Leeds that you know did that kind of thing um so I kind of I kind of met up with him and we kind of chatted about exactly what I wanted to do and obviously I was still working at Brudenelle but I was just doing one day a week there yeah um just kind of you know just seeing what they were up to like what kind of things they were working on so I did that and then that slowly kind of moved into into two days a week and then by the September I was I was full-time there so it was quite a quick process, really. But, you know, I got to... It was really... Yeah, I don't know, I feel like... Obviously, we know that, you know, music jobs in, in Leeds are, are quite... Are, you know, there's not too many and, you know, there should be more. But I felt just really fortunate. But also just like I'd had, you know, someone had opened a door for me in a place where I didn't really know where I could start looking to even begin to do something like that in Leeds. Obviously, I knew that there was you know, opportunities in London, but I didn't want to do that. And I really wanted to to stay in Leeds and, and do that here. And, like, just knowing that I was working for someone who was, you know, trying to create more music jobs in Leeds, it was just really exciting. Yeah, and that's kind of touched on what Gabby was talking about, how, like, amazing it is staying in Leeds compared to going to a city like London because of all the the independent artists and all the opportunities For and sure, yeah. being close to somewhere like the conservatoire where you know you can see this up and coming talent and absolutely like there's so much going on up here like or just outside of london and i think that people are you know slowly starting to realize that things like 
EMI North is like obviously a huge thing, like Tile Yard that's coming to Wakefield, like all of these kind of things. And I think it's make, making people realise how much there is up here. Yeah, definitely. So can you like explain what being an account manager actually entails and what it means? Uh, yeah. So essentially you are kind of in charge of, you know, we have like multiple clients. So you're essentially, your role is kind of there, your responsibility, you know, you're looking after every aspect of working with them, but you're also, you know, you're kind of building those relationships with those clients. Yeah. But also you know, looking for new work, you know, a lot of the work that we do is kind of campaign based and those you know, they might be six months or a year or they could be, you know, for a festival, it might be, you know, um, over the year. But, um, yeah, you need to kind of just be constantly looking for new work, you know, seeing what's out there, looking for new artists to work with, you know, just seeing what's going on, really, but then just being able to manage those clients as a whole, basically. Really interesting. Yeah. Um, and, Gabby, what can you explain what being a digital and social executive is. Yeah, so we're not a huge organisation at Candlelighters, so I'm like a bit of a one-man band or one-woman band really? when it comes to doing, um, yeah, all things digital. So basically, anything to do with digital marketing, you name it, I look after it. Um, wow. So like all of the social media, all the website, all the email comms, digital PR, um, kind of all sorts of stuff. Um, so there's a, there's a lot to do, but... I think it's been really good for me, especially at this point in my career, because it's given me the opportunity to work on just about everything. Um, and I think kind of, you know, if you went to work for a big organisation, obviously it's just different, but you're probably going to be quite specialised in the role that you go into. Totally, um, yeah. Yeah, so I'm lucky where I am that I've got a bit of an opportunity to work across ev everything and kind of work out like, oh, well where are you know my interests like what's the kind of stuff that I can see developing later down the line and like really getting my my teeth stuck into like something specific um but yeah so there's kind of like all the day-to-day -day stuff um you know the, the running of everything the whole digital marketing side which is massive and so so important like and especially like with the pandemic and everything, I think it really put the emphasis on how important digital marketing is. Um, but yeah, and then there's the whole like campaign side of it as well. So we'll run like different campaigns through the year. So like September is Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. Um, and then we've got like our own campaign, which is called Pink It Up. So our brand colour is pink. Um, and basically we have like this month where we'll get like the buildings in Leeds that like turn pink and we'll do oh, like cool. crazy events to just like raise funds and awareness and stuff um and basically every year I'm involved in that like right from the idea sessions all the way through to planning everything and making sure everything goes smoothly and like there's such a satisfaction in that in like seeing a project through from start to finish and seeing the impact of it so um, like not this last year, the year before, like we had Look North come down and film it yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, you can actually see like the difference that your role yeah. is making. Um, so yeah, I, re I really love that side of it. Um, and I think like there's a lot to be said for working for like a smaller organisation that's prepared to invest in you and prepared to take a chance. Um, 
like I was I was lucky because I did come with a little bit of experience but I think they were quite prepared to take a chance on like yeah and then you know over time you show that you're good at being able to do things and then you get more opportunities through that um so yeah it's yeah a bit of everything um and I love it and it's nice like you know even things like we work really closely with Lee's Children's Hospital and um like the researchers and things so we fund like research um so like the opportunities from that like you know a few years ago I never would have imagined that I would be involved in anything like that um so like you know I ended up um the other year going to St James's Hospital and going to the brain tumour research labs um where we fund some of that research to chat to them about like well how do you how do you research like into brain tumors and things which is crazy by the way they grow these things that are called like mini bra mini brains um and they, like give them brain tumors and then they just like test the treatments what? this is off on a bit of a tangent but Whoa, i thought it was so, so interesting, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like and they might have like hundreds of these miniature brains like, and they're just trying all these different things on them. I would have never have thought that I'd no, know anything I about was a thing. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like I say, it's just kind of getting involved in anything and everything and then you just don't know what you're going to end up end up in front of, yeah. That's so cool. I, I so agree about working for a smaller organisation, independent organisation, that kind of thing, a charity as well. Like, yeah, you just get such a breadth of experience because I think it's really important when you start your career, you don't want to be just penned in doing yeah. one thing, specialising in one thing. Yeah, you want to have all these... Yeah, having, like, the space yeah. to, like, you know, do what you want to do and, and like, yeah, they'll support you and stuff like that yeah. and that's just really nice. You're not just thrown into, like, a big, a big corporate firm where you just kind of get lost, you know, pe people actually do care about you and kind of want to see you succeed and you're not just you know money in the pocket it's you completely. know completely it means a lot more which is nice marketing in general um what do you think is so great about this kind of career jasmine i think you know it's like hard to it's hard to measure sometimes i think you know you spend some some campaigns you know you they can be a bit of a slog and, you yeah. know, you're working so hard and, and you know, it, sometimes you might just not have seen the results yet Yeah. because it does take so long for you to, you know, build things up and, you know, it might be a year-long campaign. So, you you know, you might be a month in, you're kind of not seeing seeing results. But, you know, when you actually get to, to the end of a campaign and I was thinking about this earlier, you know, things like that can be measured in so many different ways and it can be rewarding in different ways because it might be, you know... It might be, oh, okay, you know, this artist's streams have gone up, you know, by 10,000 a month, or, you know, it can be measured in, oh, okay, well, this festival sold out, or, you know, it could literally just be the client saying, oh, do you know what, you know, you did, you did a great job on that campaign. And I think that that's just, you know, it makes you realise that, you know, you're having fun with all this, this like, be, you know, being creative and, you know, you're working, you're working you know, you're collaborating with these people, but yeah, just like that end goal of someone, you know, of you realizing that it's done and you know, you've done a good job. I think that that's, that's just like a really exciting part of Really rewarding, yeah, yeah, definitely. Sure. And what's it like working with um, like prolific people and up and coming artists and things? Is it quite exciting or intimidating? Definitely, yeah. I think, you know, like 
um, whenever we start working with an artist, we always, you know, meet with them, we kind of chat and, you know, it's not just a case of, you know, they might pick us for their PR campaign and off you go, you know. I think it's really important that, you know, they understand who we are, but also that we understand who they are, you know, we really get who they are as an artist. And, yeah, you know, there'll be, you know, there'll be some places who just say, yep, you know, off you go, like... There you go. But I think it's really it's important to, you know, keep in contact with these people, and, you know, build that relationship. And I think that those are the campaigns that come out the best because you've really, you know, understood who they are as an artist. You know, that the, their story, the angle, the, the you know, the, the the story they're trying to tell through their album or their EP or whatever it is. So, yeah, I think that I think that, you know, sometimes it can be scary meeting with with people in the industry but you know I think you know we all we're all just trying to you know work in this industry you know we're all human and I think that it's important to remember that you know everyone's no one you know there will be people trying to compete but I think you know uh you know the majority of people just want to see everyone succeed yeah definitely like remembering we're all just trying our best for sure yeah 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 I think you know it's really easy to to forget that as well yeah but yeah, we all you know we all start at the same place. Yeah, we're all just trying to to make it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, and what are the kind of challenges that you encounter with your kind of work, Gabby? Um, yeah, so I think the the thing about marketing is that it is so fast paced. Yeah, um, definitely. Just just by like the very nature of it, um, which is kind of like the best thing and also the worst thing. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's it's difficult because if you're like I'm a planner, I love like being organised and when things go to plan. Um, but that is just not possible all of the time. The nature of marketing is it is really, um, you know, reactive. And, um, yeah, some, sometimes you do just have to kind of say, right, that's not working. We just need to completely revolutionise, do something different. Um, but then that's also, I think, like the really rewarding thing as well, like being able to think on your feet and... Um, it's, it's a skill it is a real skill to be able to do that and have the resilience um and I think like a lot of people if you're working something that's maybe not as fast-paced like it's it's as, it's easy to just get um like stuck in the day-to-day whereas when the day-to-day is always changing it does keep you on your toes so I think it is kind of like a a personality trait I think it's one of those things that you're either kind of suited to that or are you not and neither neither one's bad neither, neither one's wrong it's just kind of who you are as a as a person like are you okay with the fact that you might plan something meticulously and then something comes up and it, it, it's not going to work out the way that you expected but yeah I think that's like I say also the really rewarding thing you know that you can you know, sometimes something might not go to plan, but it might turn out even better. Yeah. Like, which is, yeah, always a great a great feeling. Yeah, definitely. And I think it's interesting how kind of you're saying sometimes the challenges of the role can also be the best part. Like when you work out how to make a campaign go really well and you find these solutions, yeah, it's so, like, gratifying. Yeah, it's, for sure, yeah. Is there... I know you said it's, it's a very small kind of team. Is there um, people you talk to about like creating new strategies and things or is that all just kind of mostly on you 
one thing that's really good about candle lighters and another thing that I really enjoy is like everything is like ultra transparent right from like we've got a board of trustees who like kind of steer the plans for like the coming years but everybody's on board everybody's bought into like you know these are the things that we want to happen how we get there is kind of up to up to us to decide but yeah we do all work really closely across all the different departments um, and I think the other really nice thing working in the third sector with a charity is that you find that a lot of charities like to work together um, I feel like there's a lot more collaboration than there is across potentially other sectors like yeah. you know if you if you work for a massive marketing agency you are not going to go knocking on the door of another marketing agency yeah, and definitely. say like oh we've got this campaign it's not doing so well how did it how you know how's your <laughs> recent campaign gone you're just not going to no. get that but I think the the type of people in charities and you know the fact that you know you've got different organizations that have got their different specialisms like looking after different things but there's a lot of shared learning there yeah. um, and like it's just kind of up to you to tap into it you know I'd like I've met some great people who who work in charities and again like we're saying about um you know staying in yorkshire like the yorkshire charity like scene is quite close-knit um so and I, I can't speak for other areas in the country but again i think it is because there's not absolutely hundreds of organizations um so so yeah it's, it's nice there's like a real community element there as well um and yeah everybody's just quite invested in um helping each other out and stuff which is yeah a really nice feeling. so nice what a nice <laughs> what a really nice environment Hi guys, a couple of Leeds Conservatoire graduates here. God, that makes us sound pretentious. Yeah, well, we're trying to sound reputable, mate. We're here to tell you about our podcast, Openback, which is all about making it in the music industry. With weekly episodes, we discuss the highs and lows of our emerging careers as recent graduates and chat with regular industry guests to help you prepare for your next stage as life as a creative. With over 25 episodes already available to stream for free. Wait, they're free? Yes, mate, we're a podcast. All you've got to do is simply search Openback on any main podcast platform and get a head start in your music career today. Now, back to our friends at the Leeds Conservatoire Survival Guide. Talking about like skills needed for marketing and things, Jasmine, do you have some top skills that you think are most important for your kind of role in marketing in general? Yeah, I think um, being creative is obviously a really big one. Yeah. Um, which is also like just really fun to you know think about how you can market something in in different ways and obviously you know especially sometimes you know certain clients you might be confined to a budget so you know trying to think of ways that you can make a really fun marketing campaign um, within budget is really fun we've just done one um, with Deershed Festival which is a, a family friendly festival um, in North Yorkshire and as part of that we're We've just organised um, a a little mini tour, so it's going to be. Um, we've contacted loads of um, organisations who put on gigs for kids um, across kind of the north. So we're doing a bit of a tour. I think there's about six dates in there. Um, and we're just taking some of the Deershed artists, and we're gonna, yeah, just they're just on a weekend. It's just going to be a really nice thing, and you know, stuff like that. You know, it's just like really nice to have it, and it's kind of those artists will have a great time, the kids will have a great time, the parents will have a good time. Um, but just getting to do stuff like that is really exciting. 
Um, being adaptable, obviously, we know that things like TikTok are massive now, so it's kind yeah. of, you know, changing, changing how you approach things, using, you know, all these new things that seem to come out all the time as well. Yeah. Um, and then also, I think, with marketing is, you know, building... Um, long-lasting relationships I think that's a really important one it's not necessarily you know just with you know just if you're working in PR not just with you know publications and journalists you know people you know change roles all the time and I think that you know constantly just meeting people in the industry is really important and it doesn't even you know it doesn't have to be in person you know utilizing things like Twitter and LinkedIn I think is really important you know even just to say like hey like you know I work in here like let's connect you know like or if you if you do live near them you know oh let's go for a coffee and let's just chat and you know you might you might learn something and I think that yeah I think that those three are probably like three of the most important things. That's so nice yeah I know you studied here a while ago but do you think you found or developed any of these skills while studying at the conservatoire? Definitely, yeah. I think coming here, you know, I was I was 16 and kind of, you know, I knew that I loved music and I wanted to work in music, but I didn't really have any idea of, like, what exactly I wanted to do. Yeah. And I think that it just kind of, you know, like, you studied so many different things. You know, you did performance or you did notation or pop history and all these kind of things, and you just realise that there's actually so many different jobs that you can do and the skills that you need are so interchangeable. You know, like, I, you know, I ended up doing music journalism, but, you know, all of those skills can be applied to PR and marketing. And, yeah, so I think that coming here, it yeah, it just, it, it gave me the skills that I needed, but also just really opened my eyes up to exactly how many jobs there were in music yeah, definitely. and and how you know there's so much stuff you could be doing or you could be a producer or you can be a publicist or you know a performer and but yeah I think that all of those skills that you learn within those modules are yeah I think they really shaped exactly what I wanted to do yeah um do, do you find uh yourself thinking similarly like oh uh, yeah 100 percent um I think like one of the biggest like learnings for me is like you just need to be proactive. Yeah. If you're proactive, the th like things will things will work out for you. Um, and I think especially like at, um, the conservatoire, like that that was huge because there were so many opportunities out there. You know, it's not a huge institution, but that means that there's there's a lot of opportunities within that building there's people to work with and it's all kind of like it's there for you to to make use of yeah, definitely. Um, and I, th I feel kind of like you know there were certain things at like University of Leeds certain opportunities there but the competition was so fierce right because you know there were like I, I went for it so just for example at um, the conservatoire my course was about 30 people on my wow. entire year um, yeah. it was like I think we were the second intake of the music business course so it was really new um, and then I went to the University in, uh, of Leeds and did my master's and there were 200 people wow. just just on my course, um, yeah. you know, not to mention in the rest of the uni. Um, so, yeah, any kind of opportunities that were thrown out there, it was a lot more competitive and a lot more cutthroat. Um, 
so I was so glad to have kind of utilised the opportunities that I had whilst I was here. Um, yeah. So like one thing that was um, really massive for me was um, at the time when I was at the conservatoire, there was a uh, an internship at the in the short courses department, um, which I applied for and got. Um, and then that kind of like evolved. I, I, like, I learned so many skills. I learned how to do like Facebook ads. That was a lot to do with like social media promotion and things like that. Um, so I kind of already started developing those skills. Oh, yeah. And then, yeah, and then I, I went on to do my master's, but I stayed um, kind of it evolved and I kind of like stayed on doing my internship um, alongside. And I think just having that, alongside my studies was I can't even describe how helpful it was yeah. to, to be able to have that and to be able to put what I was learning into practice as well yeah um but yeah I just I just think that kind of I'm a big believer in like most people can do anything if they set their mind to it yeah. um you know if you've got the willingness to learn most people can be taught most things yeah um so yeah i think it's just like being open like you know you can teach yourself things on google or watching youtube videos like don't be afraid to put yourself out there because you think you haven't necessarily got the hard skills or like the technical experience because if you put your mind to it you, you can learn that and you know there's probably lots of people that will be open to helping you along the way but I think people don't realize that I think people are maybe scared to ask for help or you know like just afraid of I don't know getting out of the comfort zone and, yeah. and asking people but there's so much to be said for just like having a having a conversation with someone like you say like con like connecting with someone on LinkedIn yeah. and just saying like oh you know I'm looking to go into this I see that you're already doing this like do you fancy like having a chat about how I could do it that kind of thing yeah. I think it's it's always worth a chance anyway definitely yeah. I think people are open to helping you out yeah. they, you know yeah because someone you know it's just opening a door for someone isn't it and maybe you know someone might ask you for help and you know you remember x amount of years when you needed someone to do that for you yeah exactly absolutely yeah. especially yeah so early on in your career and when you're still in education it's about making the decisions that will open the most opportunities and yeah, if sure. that means putting yourself out there then go for it um and yeah speaking of the conservatoire uh do either of you still manage to keep up uh, your music what about you jasmine are you still managing to do any music while still working and that kind of thing or? yeah well like, i was thinking about this um and uh we were literally just in the office and I was thinking like, I literally am in this office eight hours a day and I listen to it like eight hours of music and then I go <laughs> home and then I listen to music. But it's, you know, it's great because, you know, not many people get to get to do that. And I think that, you know, if that's your if that's your job, then that's great. Yeah, definitely. Like even, you know, you might you know you might have to go to a gig for or a festival for work but it's not actually you know you realize that you think well actually this is my job and that's <laughs> really cool like you know like 15 year old me would think I was yeah cool. you've made it yeah 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 so I think yeah music still you know it's all I think it's always going to be like a huge important bit of my life and I'm just really happy that I get to you know do it as a career yeah and what about you, Gabby? Do you? Yeah, definitely. Obviously, it's it's a bit different because I don't work in music. Yeah. Um, but obviously, there's like nothing to say that that won't change at some point. But it is still something that is like a massive part of my life. And um, 
I mean, like priorities shift and kind of change. So like um, whilst I was at the conservatoire, I was putting on like music events and things. I'm kind of not doing as much of that now, yeah. but I do um, like DJ and things like that. Um, so yeah, it is, it's still a massive part of my life. And I suppose it's just kind of like what you, whatever you choose, you know, you can make it a priority in your own life yeah. of which like music still is very much to me. So yeah. That's so nice. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, so yeah, I think it's, it can be really hard entering the world of work after education, but it's so cool. You both really smashed it. Like <laughs> found such really exciting like areas of work and doing things you're really interested in. Um, so we spoke before about some advice you'd give, like make the most of opportunities. Um, is there anything else either of you wish you'd done while you were studying at the conservatoire that would have made life easier for you now? Or like, what what would you like tell your younger self? Um, I think for me, I think I just wish that I'd have kind of made the plunge a bit sooner. Um, and that is literally, the only reason is just like a fear of asking or, you know, like not really wanting to put yourself out there, but you know, opportunities aren't just gonna come to you, you know, you need to go and be proactive about it because if you're not, you know, there's probably, you know, you know, hundreds of other people chasing the same things and, you know, just asking for help is, you know, it's the only way you're gonna you're gonna be able to really put yourself out there. And I think that, you know, you could just ask someone, you know, say, hey, like, oh, can I come and do like, you know, one day a week with you or can I shadow you? And it might not be something that you necessarily wanna go into, but you know, it's just constantly just learning new things and then through that you might make connections. So I think for me, it's just kind of doing things a little bit earlier, but I'm obviously really happy where I am right now yeah. in my career. Um, but yeah, I just wish I'd just not been so scared of, you know, just asking for help or, you know, asking for an, for an opportunity and then yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, really, really good. And are you similar? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, like I said about, like, reaching out to people yeah. and, and chatting to them. I think, like, I guess kind of networking is, like, probably the official, like, way that you would word that. <laughs> but I always think, like, networking, it sounds a bit, like, a bit acky, like, not something yeah. that you... It sounds so impersonal. Yeah. And really, like, it's not about that. Like, I think we need to reframe the way we think about networking. Sounds quite, like, daunting when you put it like that. Yeah, yeah. and it's, it's really not about yeah. that. It's just about, like, kind of chatting to as many people as you possibly can, like, and, you know, that could be, you know, it could look like anything, and I suppose it's just kind of getting your name out there and just, you know, you don't know, you could have a conversation with somebody else, like, think of all the things that they know that you don't, and, you exactly. know, the more people you speak to, the more likely, like, something, might, you know they might have picked up on something that you said in a conversation and then come back to you about something or, you know, they an opportunity might come up and they might think, oh, they'd be great for that. Like, you just, you know, and it doesn't always have to be, you know, these people who are, like, high up or, you know, like, you, your tutors or whoever, like, just talking to, you, like, fellow students and things like that, you yeah. know. It's, I think it's just, yeah, building those networks. I probably wish I'd done a little bit more of that, um... At, at the time because obviously when you're a student as well like that time is so protected like yeah it's probably the least re like responsibilities that you're gonna have like yeah. th throughout <laughs> your throughout your life so you know kind of making the most of yeah um 
every minute with that. Um, I think as well with, like, you know, we say networking, but it doesn't always have to be, you know, like, hi, my name's Jasmine and I work in this. You know, it, yeah. it doesn't always have to be that. It can just, you know, you can be at these, like, networking events and you can just, you know, say, hey, and you can just chat. You know, you can become friends with these people. Yeah. And I think that, that that's what's, like, important to build those kind of, like, longer-term relationships. And, it, and, you know, you the thing is, you might go to these networking events, introduce yourself, and then you never see that person again. Yeah. But, you know, if you can actually, you know, say, like, hey, you know, like how was your holiday and then you can catch up on you know what things you've been working on and things like that I think that that's way way more important but we're just kind of used to just you know making these things super like professional and you know so true yeah definitely like making it more of like a social event rather than like a professional like work setting yeah yeah I think that's it yeah and even like you say like you might never see these people again. Or you don't know, you might see them in 10 years. Yeah. Like, how, <laughs> yeah. do you know what I mean? And, or you might, you know, you might might turn out that you meet somebody and they're like, oh, yeah, I went to that event as well. And yeah. do you know what I mean? Just kind of getting out there. It means you've kind of got more in common with people as well. Yeah. I think they'll remember more of your personality rather than what job you did. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. For sure. And to know it's not the end of the world if the conversation goes a bit wrong. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, definitely. It's like goes back to that same thing, you know, we're all just trying to do our jobs and trying to, you know, Literally. all work on something that we're passionate about and that we love. And, you know, if you can just help someone out, I think that's really important to, to remember. Definitely. And what would you say to a conservatoire student who's thinking of going into marketing? From my own like personal experience, like I think it's as useful to know what you don't want to do as well as what you do want to do. Like I was stuck for so long um, trying to work out like what what is it that I want to actually do after university. Like I'm not sure, and yeah. that is such a difficult decision, Definitely. you know, to put on someone to be yeah. like, right, pick on the spot. <laughs> you know, what is it that you want to do? Um, and it doesn't really work like that. But I think that's why as well it's important to try new things and and kind of get out there because you know you might you might try something, um, or you know get a bit of experience somewhere and think, oh, my God, I never want to do that again. <laughs> and that's, that is that is so valuable. Yeah. That is just as valuable as thinking, oh, I really want to go into that thing. Because slowly you can kind of whittle it down to, right, well, I know I don't want to do that and I don't want to do that, so what are the other options out there? And I think that's, like, again, a really helpful way to reframe, like, what do you want to do? Like, maybe reverse engineer it and think, well, what don't I want to do? Yeah, and I think that's so it's so valuable studying something like music business because you get both sides. You get, like, business, you get the practical skills, but by being in music, you kind of learn how important it is to be creative and how important it is to be passionate about, like, the arts and things like that. And then Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, I think that then motivates you to want to do something you really enjoy. Yeah, marketing is a creative discipline, like, at the end of the day. Like, it is so creative, um... So, yeah, I definitely think that that is probably something that everyone here would, you know, resonate with. So, yeah, I definitely think Definitely. And I feel like, yeah, it's not always obvious that it's so creative because it sounds so... It can sound really corporate. Um, And do you know of any platforms or services that provide opportunities that might help students build their skills, break into the marketing industry... You talked about like networking events and things like that. Are there any any things you know of that could? Yeah, I mean, one thing that I've found like really um, 
useful and interesting, which grows like year on year, is Leeds Digital Festival. Okay. Um, so like I I try go to like quite a few events. Um every every year now and like I say like it's the program's getting bigger and bigger and um there's kind of like I th- I'm pretty sure that Tile Yard also mm. did one this yeah. la- la- last year um and it's kind of across like all disciplines you know the wo- there'll be some stuff that's not relevant but um I feel like that's like quite a good exploring what's out there and yeah meeting people and just getting like interesting knowledge um and stuff like that so that's a really good one thank you for sharing so much of your wisdom it's been so great having you both with us i wish you both the best of luck in the future 